one. Well, howdy. Nice to meet you. Hey. So we've got a really cool guest on our show, Pete Dankelson. I'm pronouncing it correctly, right? Yep. All right. So you, I believe, are our first guest from Chicago. Well, thanks uh, for joining us from the Windy City. Oh, cool. And again, thank you for thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's our really pleasure. Cool. So the reason we got Jan, um, both Scott Engel and I, Scott Guitarmacist Engel and I, both spotted you on YouTube. You're on our YouTube feed. I think you're on our Facebook feed. And you are, in the, the most important sense, a kick-ass guitar player. And that's the main reason you're <laughs> here. You. You're welcome. And you're a kid. You're all, what are you, 20 or 21 now? 20. All right. Yeah. You're, you're not even able to do this yet. You can't do that. <laughs> getting closer, getting closer, but not, not, you quite, are. not quite yet. You are. I'm sorry. I have a dog biting me right now. So, <laughs> but, and you have a really, really inspirational backstory, um, which we'll, we'll talk about in a bit. And we'll cover it a few times, but your website is Pete'sDiary.com. No apostrophe, obviously. You can't have an apostrophe in a uh, on a website, mm -hmm. um, but it, it's worth a look. Um, but your your story is amazing, and and I'm going to let you tell it yourself. But let's, you know, tell us a little bit about your medical history. Yeah, <laughs> How you, much can, do that, you, you have. can do that in five minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, guess let's just start at the beginning. I, I was born with a rare uh, craniofacial condition called Golden Heart Syndrome. Um, you know, in short, all that it basically means is that I'm high maintenance and expensive. Um, but some of the stuff, you know, kind of one of the main things being a musician is I'm missing my. Oh, okay. I'm missing my left ear. It's kind of one of the the big things. So I wear, I typically wear a hearing aid that helps okay. me out. That helps me out with that and you know i was also born with a uh, born with a small airway so i had a hole in my neck for about 19 years so quite quite a long for time. nine for how long nine years about, yeah ni 19. wow wow oh so you just got that out yeah i just got it closed um not um it was september of uh 2019 so yeah, when you said 19, I thought you had it wrong but no you didn't wow okay mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, some of the other stuff I've had, well, you know, I've had a couple of jaw surgeries, some, you know, lots of stuff. I've had over uh, 35 surgeries That's uh, throughout my life. So yeah, quite a bit of stuff going on. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, what's really cool is that you could have taken a couple of courses in your life, but, but you chose gratitude and positivity. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it kind of does stem from like the, uh, medical side of things like when i was in the hospital recently for uh, uh the, the airway surgery a while back um you know i i had to be in icu for about a week okay uh, on a ventilator and all that stuff so doctors could see how i was doing with it closed up you know being on a floor like icu you know some intense stuff is going on so you kind of see some things that happen and it, it honestly kind of puts you in your place a little bit so you know, it's like the situation you're in is kind of tough, but you're kind of thankful at the same time. It's just, it's an interesting kind of, it's an interesting perspective. I guess sure. it is. And I, and I guess it, at all levels, everything is relative, right? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, like I could, I could look at you and say, I haven't had 35 surgeries, you know, and, I, and I, I am grateful for that. And then you're in ICU and you're seeing people where you say, I'm really grateful that I, I don't have what they have going on, right? Mm -hmm. 
and it's 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 interesting but I, I just love the fact that that not only did you make it positive but you did it through guitar and yeah yeah and and you're good enough where it's not like you sort of get by on guitar i've, I've watched your videos you, you can shred that thing like you're really good <laughs> thank you i'm still trying to figure it out but it's fun it's definitely you know it's like another journey it's it's still trying to figure it out and uh, it's, well, it's just fun i'm loving it well, you are our second 20 year old on this show. So that makes you tied as our youngest guest ever. Oh, uh, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, we got both of you guys because you're uh, uh, Mariah Formica was our other guest. You might have even heard of her. Um, she, she's all over the internet. She's a phenom, and you're a phenom too. But we found you on the internet. You know, it's not like we did it through personal connections. Um, so I know that, you know, you are a huge Slash fan. Yes. Yep. So, so let's let's talk about when did you first get interested in rock or, or or was there a predecessor to rock? Like, were you really little and into like other kinds of music or, or how did that start? Well, I mean, you know, it's fun because I was I was um, looking back at it kind of recently. I was doing some other things, too, and I, I kind of reflected on a kind of and it's fun because I, I have kind of noticed that there were these kind of seeds that were planted that I think kind of ultimately kind of you know, bloomed into this. Yeah, um, and, yeah. Now, could, and, could um, be, I met your mom briefly before we hit record. Mm -hmm. Is she a hard rock fan? Um, she kind of got into it a little bit because of me. But not. But you didn't <laughs> but, get into it because uh, of her. No, um, I kind of more or less discovered it on my own. But uh, dad, dad's a big fan of the uh, the stuff as well. But I, I going back to what I was talking, you know, earlier. Some of the things that I can kind of think of, like the earliest. Uh, kind of moments I remember being in the car coming home with dad uh, you know pulling into the subdivision and uh you know eruption came on oh. you know, the, the playlist and dad's like hey you know check this out and just kind of cranks up the volume oh my you know God. I'm listening I'm just like you know didn't didn't know anything about music didn't know anything about guitar didn't know who Van Halen you know didn't know that you know what Van Halen was yeah but I heard that and I just kind of went wow yeah, as you should have, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm, and, and, you yeah. know, and kind of looking at what other people said about it, too, I'm sure it was the same exact reaction as everyone else. So I'm going to um, ask you a question. I'm going to cut you off. Um, mm -hmm. So we've talked a lot about eruption on Guitar Tales. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we take people's opinions as to whether or not it's appropriate to play live in a club or does it bore the hell out of people? What do you think? I still get excited by it. Yeah. I got a split of opinion, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I don't get sick of it. Um, you know, play it. You know, I, what I like is, uh, you know, you play it and you just hit it into uh, "You Really Got Me." Right, 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 right. Because I, I mean, I can't think of uh, that not happening. I always think of that. You know, listening to the album. That's true. You, know, you got eruption, then it goes right into the song. So how amazing is it that here you are in your dad's car? Um, how old were you when you were in your dad's car, roughly, when you were listening to Ooh, that? Oh, boy. That's a good question. I don't know. But um, young, right? Young, yeah. So then the next thing you know, you can play that. And that, that's no small feat. You could play that song. Like, how cool is that? Well, still haven't quite figured it out yet. But uh, I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's definitely you, one of those classics. It really is. It really is. So you've got... so. So you got into that, and then um, when did you start playing guitar? At what age? So I started playing it um, 
15 years old. Um, Five years you've been playing. uh, Yeah, pretty much about five years. Yeah, it was the end of my freshman year of high school, so... You are far along. Again, I, I encourage anyone, um, go to the website, petesdiary.com, but also do what I did, right? Go on, go on YouTube, Pete Dankelson, D-A-N-K-E-L-S-O-N, right? I got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just go on YouTube. You've got like a billion videos there. You've done mm-hmm. interviews. I've seen you shred. I've seen you play regular songs. Like it's 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 worth a visit. It's great stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Sure. So, so you start playing um did you take lessons are you self-taught so when i first picked up the guitar it, that was kind of interesting too because kind of at the time like where i kind of was at in my life kind of that year i moved from where we used to live in michigan to the chicago area okay uh, where, I'm, where i'm at now um so that was kind of an interesting turn in my life i just started high school you know totally new state new city um so I, I was really kind of leading heavily into music and I kind of started to listen to a little bit more, kind of started to get into a bit more like rock and roll stuff like ACDC, kind of, you know, kind of the classic blues-based rock stuff. And then it, it just one day it kind of boiled over and I got curious and I said to my dad, hey, you know, I think it'd be really fun to learn how to play guitar. Like, just give it a try um, and see what happens. And lucky for me, we had this little, uh, you know, distortion pedal Oh, wow. Actually, that, that PV amp over there. That's is that an old PV? Uh, yeah, I, I never did look up uh, what year, um, or like what model it is. I don't know. I don't really know too much about <laughs> I think PV. I know that amp. That's why I'm looking at it. And uh-huh. I'll mention my buddy's name, Steve Petersack, uh, one of my high school friends who's a wonderful guitar player. That that looks really a lot like what he had. And I, it's kind of like a Fender Twin, but it's just made by PV, right? That's what it, I mean. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. it's is it the PV Classic? Maybe is that what maybe. they call it? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. But it's a, I, I know that that's a great amp. Mm-hmm. Um. So so you're into guitar, and then in terms of your medical issues, would they impact upon your ability to play, or were you okay? Like, would they um, affect you? Well, one of the big things, of course, is the hearing. You know, being born yeah. without my left ear. Um. You know, it's interesting because um, I've always been missing my left ear, if that makes sense. So I've always yeah. kind of had this hearing loss, basically. Um, so to me, it's always been normal, if that makes right. sense. You know, you don't know what you're not missing, even though I am helped with the uh, hearing aid. Right. It does help a lot, but uh, I'm still used to it. Um, so I never really considered it that much of a you know problem or anything. Oh, that's great. Except in, except in headphones. Because like listening to, you know, I reference them all the time, but, you know, listening to a band like ACDC, you know, where if you're listening to it in stereo, if you got Angus's lead stuff on the right side, and typically Malcolm's rhythm playing on the left side. So um, you're going to have a problem with that, or you're not going to get that, right? Right, right. Right. Um, And the other thing, too, one more thing, when I I play, um, I was born with a, uh, I I forget the medical term for it. But my left thumb, let me see if you can kind of focus. It doesn't exactly bend. Is it called a swan I'm neck deformity? Is that what they call no, it? No, I think it's like high hydroplastic, hypo, hyperplastic, hyperplastic. I forget the exact okay. medical term. Um, but my left thumb doesn't bend. So, like, you wow. know, when I hold the guitar neck, like Hendrix, um, what did he do? Sometimes? You can't wrap he your thumb around. Hands. 
necessarily. Right. Okay. Right. Like he'd wrap his thumb around the neck and, you know, hold down that low E string and right. he flourishes. And Billy Gibbons, I think of too, like in a sharp dressed band, he'd hold down that. Uh, oh, right. And do that. And uh, Eddie, Eddie did that a lot too. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I think, uh, what, what is it? Uh, Dead or Alive. It's kind of bouncing off that one note and I forget exactly which tune it was but i think it was that one <laughs> right but that that's going to create some challenges for you yeah it's a, it's a little tricky but you know i can find ways around it right i guess i guess is i mean with your attitude there's always going to be a workaround right mm-hmm. yeah yeah give it a shot or like um chord wise you know there's like a d with an f sharp on the bass you know you play like a regular d chord and then hold down that uh f sharp note on the like second fret on the low E, I kind of found out that there was like a little different trick you could do without having to use your thumb. So just kind of little tricks like that. Right, I right. Try and uh, use. Now, and and I think I saw online. So you you play live too? You you've had some gigs in your day? Yeah, yeah. Well, used to. <laughs> okay. Oh, right, oh, I forgot. Yeah. What, what do we have? Something called COVID running around or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so pre-COVID, you were you were starting to gig. Yeah, well, I, I was in a school of rock for. Uh, I saw that you know, one. School of rock was. School of rock is. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there was, you know, there's like local franchises all throughout the country, right? So luckily for me, about a year after I, I uh, was playing, you know, for like, the first year I was playing, I was pretty much self taught, right. you know, on my own, just kind of going on YouTube and kind of really discovering, you know, all these bands and these tunes and seeing what would stick and what wouldn't. You know, just kind of really soaking it all in and just trying to learn some stuff. Um, I pretty much did that for like the first year of playing. And then when the School of Rock opened, um, it's like five minutes from my house. So it's oh, like, great. you know, it's like, okay, this is great. You know, go check this out, you know, the open house or whatever. And I, I loved it, you know, did a camp there. And it's my first time, you know, playing with people in a band, um, you know, did like Back in Black. It was like a, British invasion kind of thing. Right, right, right. Um, so, you know, we were doing some Queen and Judas Priest and uh, stuff like that. And then, um, I, and then, um, is it, there's like an, like, I guess you call it like the elite band there, you know, like right. the gigging band. Yeah. Um, called the house band. And, um, you know, I, I managed to, you know, audition into that and make that and, you know, do all these local gigs. Um, and it was just, it was a blast. And then it, I got to go on tour um was it summer of 2019 with uh, the school of rock all-stars oh wow and um that that was great because you know it was like this huge audition with um you know you know all the school of rocks from <laughs> all over the u.s you know they would hold this audition um and basically there'd be like multiple teams um uh, made up of people from all over Oh, wow. You know, you'd all fly into like one specific spot, you know, rehearse for a few days, and then you'd actually hit the road and basically do a week long tour. So that I was is lucky enough. Cool. So I was lucky enough to make it. And um, it was like my first time, like, actually, like, you know, I guess touring. It's like we went from, you know, went from Chicago to Detroit, uh, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Cleveland, and then uh, two nights back in Chicago. Uh, for the two last shows and I mean it was like night after night so like you know night one Detroit night two Pittsburgh so it was like go 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 you've really lived that rock and roll life which is pretty cool I mean I guess I had a taste of it <laughs> yeah right yeah I mean that's, that's yeah. 
Right, right. And I saw, I think if I saw it right online, I saw your audition tape. Is that posted? I oh, saw, I think I it's checked. It. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, yeah, it probably is out there. And I saw at least <laughs> one of your performances. You had a woman singer who was just belting out. I forgot what it was. Mm -hmm. She was great. And there was a lead I was nervous for you and you nailed it. I forgot what song it was. It's a song we all know. I can't, re it, it might've been Zap. It might've been someone else. Oh, The Ocean? No, I didn't. I would love to hear you do the ocean. Yeah, we did that one live in house band. Uh, you know, we did that one live all the time. That was a big favorite. Called the personality. That was my big favorite too. That's a that's got a great lead. Yeah. And I saw you yeah. do. I saw you do Freebird. Oh yeah, I don't really do the thing note for note. Kind of because I, <laughs> you did a nice I'm job like, with it. Yeah, I I kind of have fun just kind of improvising over it, but still kind of keeping the. The main parts there. Some of the no, it, it sounded familiar to me as someone who grew up uh, listening to them. It sounded great. Good. <laughs> Thanks. So, so let's let's talk about this. So, so you you've become a really <gasps> proficient guitar player. There's the dog. He wants to go out. Yeah. He's not going to go out. <laughs> he is not going to go out. Um. So you become a really proficient guitar player, and you created this this website, Pete'sDiary.com. So. <laughs> What do you do with your, I believe it's a foundation, right? Or at least it's yeah. an organ. So what do you, what is your goal and, and what are you accomplishing through the, sort of the mixture of you discovering music and dealing with your personal challenges and making other people really feel good about their ability to overcome obstacles? Yeah. So like the whole thing with Pete's Diary, it's, it's really interesting because it actually started right after I was born. Okay. Um, so I, I was born in the year 2000 and, um, basically, you know, in, in the, you know, at this time, you know, Facebook was, was barely even up and running. Right. 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 And mom wanted to keep everybody updated on how I was doing. Cause I was in the NICU for pretty much like the first three months of my life. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, no social media to post updates on mom would kind of send out these basically diary entries like she kind of wrote what was going on with me okay on that specific day um and kind of sent it out to the family members so that's kind of how that whole thing started and then um let's see Pete's diary and then you know after I kind of came home and all that kind of stopped for a while but then um things kind of started to get uh really interesting when um let's see Basically, um, do you know the uh, book Wonder by R.J. Palacio? Or, you know, I've heard of it. There's I think I've heard of it, yeah. About it too. Yeah. Um, basically, um, you know, when that book came out quite a while ago, um, you know, it, it was big for the craniofacial community and somebody like me. Okay. Um, and, you know, long story short, I got to go and kind of perform the role of the main character in kind of like a read-along uh, kind of theater type of thing. Okay. And when I was out there, one of the things that we did is we spoke to a school um, and kind of compared my life to the main character and kind of that sort of thing. And then we got back home uh, to where I lived at the time in Michigan. Word of mouth kind of got around to all the local school districts that we'd spoken to the school out in California. And then we kind of started to do more of these presentations. And then eventually it kind of blossomed into oh, wow. this whole big thing. And then, you know, the, the role kind of started to change a little bit when I picked up the guitar and was doing music and all this type of thing. So now it kind of evolved from, you know, talking about the book Wonder and all that and comparing my life into, uh, you know, we talked to middle schools and um, 
basically try to empower them uh, and, you know, basically empower themselves to be the best versions of themselves that they can be. And, uh, you know, we, we do, you know, tie the music into it. We have something called like Rock Your Life, you know, that kind of thing. Amplify Kindness, all that. I, I wrote down, you wrote on your site, it says Amplify Positive Vibes. I love mm -hmm. that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so um, it, if someone wants to get you to speak, can they just go to your website and contact you or mom? Yep. That's great. And, and, and I love like everything I've seen, you know, we spoke maybe five or 10 minutes before we went on the air. Mm -hmm. You're just like a positive guy. It's wonderful. You yeah. Know? You got to try and, you know, keep a good mindset. Um, you know, it can't be hard at times, but you got to try and do the best you can to look at the bright side. Yeah, and, and it's clear you do. And I ha I have to uh, do this now. I'm looking at your room and I'm salivating over <laughs> what is behind you right now. Yeah, there's, there's lots of stuff. Can you introduce us to some of your guitar friends? You don't even have to get up to do it, but let's, okay. you got a three pickup um, Fender-ish. I can't see if it's a Fender. Oh, Fender. okay. Yeah, so I guess let's just kind of start from over here. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's a little tricky to see, but that's a uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, nice. Uh, signature strat. It's got the, you know, SRV on the, the pick guard and all that. Yep, yep. Um, and Stevie's a, a huge influence. He, I think so he's that, my favorite really guitar cool. player. Him and Steve Howe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've always really, uh, yeah. really liked his playing a lot. And then you've got a Les Paul, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a gold top. It's a, what is it? It's a 2018 tribute 2019 right wasn't it a tribute okay, to before i thought i saw um i think it would be a 50 because it came stuck with the uh with um double humbucking, uh, humbucking pickups all right which yeah. they were doing back in the 50s right right so yeah. I, I would think 54 that still would have been p90s it definitely would have been p90s yeah so know. i'm not sure i'm not sure what what it would have uh here's my bootleg or i've got a p90 on that <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I have, look at that, that headstock. Look at that nice. headstock. Isn't that pretty? Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got um, you've got your Angus styled SG back there. Yeah, yeah. That's de that's definitely where the uh, influences for uh, that's your main SG. Isn't that your favorite guitar? At least I've seen the most of that in what I've seen of you. Yeah, uh, the SG kind of body style in general. I think that's the most comfortable for me to play. And it, um, is that an, oh, you go. Okay, well, it's a, it's a 2017 Faded. So this is kind of like my first baby, I guess right. you could say. Because um, ACDC has always been kind of like the biggest inspiration for me. So when I was playing, I'm like, man, you know, an SG, like Angus, that would be really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I got that for, for Christmas. And is that an ES next to it? Yeah, this is kind of the, the newest edition. <laughs> wow, that, that, a, that's, that's a fancy guitar. I, I love it. it. It's it's a great sounding guitar. So that's not that's not an Epiphone ES. That's a Gibson ES. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. Nice. It, so one of our other guitar tales guests, Noah Pelty, um, mm -hmm. he just moved to Nashville. He works for Gibson now. Oh, cool! That's awesome. Yeah, he's always posting about all the beautiful guitars he gets to play around with. Mm -hmm. uh, that's great. So you've got and then you've got your PV. So you don't know how old it is, but that's that's a beautiful amp. And if it's anything like the PV, I know it's great. You got a Marshall. It's loud. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. So is that a two twelve or a one twelve? Uh, two twelve. Nice, nice. And then it's oh, you the, got more. Uh, you got more guitars. You got a couple. Yeah, there's a couple more hiding in the in the corner. So you got two acoustics. <laughs> what are they? 
So it's either one, uh, I guess, right next to the ES. That is a uh, Gibson G45. We went out to Nashville. We um, we have quite a you know good relationship with Gibson. No, no, uh, quite a right. You're bit. You're almost like an endorser, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you are an are you an endorser for Gibson or I mean, sort of kind of? I, I don't know if it's done like officially said, but you know, fantastic relationship with them. That's great. So I, I guess. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I have the uh, G45. That was kind of like one of the I think that was one of the prototypes uh, too that they gave me. So that that was really nice of them. And then the one right next to it, um, you might have seen out there on YouTube as well. One of the other guitars I used. It was like a uh, almost a sunburst looking last yep 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 that's that one right there um and then actually this is kind of an interesting one no one's really ever seen this but uh, right next to that it's a uh, fender i think it's a precision bass oh nice that's got the re so the p bass is the shorter neck than the jazz mm -hmm. right but it's a that's an iconic iconic bass right there that's cool mm -hmm. and that was dad's when he was in high school oh so very he, cool yeah. so he still had you know some of the stuff lugging around too and then it's not in the room, it's storage, but uh, it's a 78 Fender Music Master. So like a one pickup, one neck pickup type of thing. Oh, all wow. Black. That's great. Guitar. That was the first guitar that I started practicing on. That's the one that uh, that's very Dad had cool. in high school. So yeah. And he, so obviously he played too, and that's kind of how the whole. Oh, that's really up. great. That's really great. So you got, and what's the one hanging on the wall there? I can't tell if that's a poster or a guitar, the one on top. It's um, the, the British invasion flag all the way up higher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right there, uh, up there, that's not really one that I play, but somebody actually sent it in. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it looks like a traditional Gibson SG, but it's a bolt-on neck, so you kind of, you know, dead giveaway. But the cool thing is the signatures. It's signed by all members of uh, ACDC. Oh my God, that's yeah. worth it. That's worth. Yeah, I was very, I was very happy about that. And that's the, uh, yeah, it was the Australian flag. So that very, was really, and I thought it was really, really, really jealous, What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to see. They look pretty close. So that's really good stuff. So, so let me get you one last line of questions here. So how you, so how has your life changed with COVID as a musician? Yeah, so kind of when everything first hit, I mean, I, I didn't really have a band going on, right. but I'd still kind of try and get out and do local, like, stuff. Because, um, you know, I, I aged out of school rock, so it was kind of like a strange transition time for me anyway. Yeah. And then on top of that, all this stuff hit. So, you know, the first few months, it was like, well, okay, I have all this strange free time. And I just kind of started learning all these different tunes and trying to learn all these different tricks and stuff. Um, but now I'm at the point now where I'm like, all right, let's, I'm, I've learned all this stuff, but I want to put it to the test. Yeah. And I've been working with a, a drummer friend of mine who they're working on, you know, some song ideas and stuff. Uh, so that's kind of been keeping me. Keeping well, that's exciting. Busy. So mm -hmm. is your, so first of all, I think I'm hearing from you what I've heard from every guest since we've started doing our Zoom shows <laughs> which is that everyone has done their best to turn COVID into an opportunity to improve their craft. Yeah, because I mean, you know, for touring musicians, for sure, you know, yeah. you're always on the move, you know, that kind of thing. You kind of fall out of practicing for a while. I'm sure for like pretty much everyone, when all this stuff hit and all this free time kind of showed up, 
it's like, well, I've always wanted to try this. So let's kind of dive into it a little bit. And now we're kind of at the point now where, uh, you know, all these new albums are starting to come out and stuff. And, you know, new music is coming out. Like, uh, you know, at the time this was going on, Cheap Trick just announced that they're going to be coming out with a a new album. Are they really? really looking forward to, yeah. I'm a big Cheap Trick fan. Yeah, I I love that first album in uh, Budokan. And they're from Illinois, you know, Chicago's Chicago's finest. <laughs> yeah. Are they from Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Rockford, which isn't too far from here. So. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I'm, yeah, I love Cheap Trick. And then so for, so for you, so, you know, that that's a great sort of segue you gave us a couple of seconds ago. So what you want to start working on is some original music, right? Yeah. I mean, I have one song out now and that's um, it's called Can't Stop Staring. Uh, but it's it's interesting because I think a lot of people kind of know me for the, you know, electric guitar, you know, rock and roll kind of thing. But this tune, uh, Can't Stop Staring, it's a acoustic bluesy tune, but the slides are kind of a totally different thing that I think, you know, what people would expect um, if, if they know what I do. Right, um, right. But it, it was fun because um, it kind of popped up for like a songwriting class type of thing. So it's like totally, okay, let's jump on something totally different. You know, I, I've always loved blues, but never really kind of dove into some of the kind of Delta themed stuff. And right, like, almost like Dobro like style lyric. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't have a Dobro, so I used the, uh, oh, I, I don't think I talked about this, but the acoustic right next to the bass, it's a uh, Taylor acoustic. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice company. That's great. Yeah, that's up there with Martin and all that. Yeah. 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 It's, I, I really liked it. It's, it's so, guitar. so someday you're going to come up with this new stuff. And in terms of where um, people can find everything Pete, should they just go to Pete's diary.com? Is that like a good launching pad for it? Or are there other places they should go? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Instagram is a big one. Okay, so you've got um, an Instagram. I'm, I'm such an old fart. Like I'm thinking about websites. <laughs> <laughs> so right, so so it's. I'm going to spell your name. I I, I take very few notes, but D A N K E L S O N. So Pete Dankelson, it, it, just pull up your name on Facebook for the old farts like me. Uh, Instagram and there's probably platforms I don't even know about, but but Instagram is. Well, and, yeah, and uh, Pete's Diary is out there too. You could just kind of search search that up. Oh, okay. So not just the website, but even on social media, it's going to be out there. Gotcha. Yep. All yep. right. Well, th- this has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, we are thrilled that you came on the show with us, and we're appreciative that you did the show with us. Yeah, this is really cool. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. You have a great night. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye, everyone on Guitar Tales. Bye.